Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. I'm your host, Lisa. And I'm your host, Eunice. Thank you so very much for your positive feedback on our last week's topic on BBI and digital taxation. We are the, the political, political bigwigs. Uh, Eunice, have you observed the current trend the way China is expanding its hegemonic tendencies, yeah, especially I, in Africa? I think I saw something like like that last week. or, a, or a, I, I really don't remember where, but I really saw it. Okay. <laughs> so um, today we are discussing about hegemonic tendencies uh-huh. and in order to understand that we need to understand what a hegemon is yeah so, I, I was even about to ask you what a hegemon <laughs> is because you just thrown me <laughs> so a hegemon yeah. is a country within the international system uh, which uh, seeks to control the international system in terms of economy okay. in terms of military oh, yeah so we can we can basically say it's a superpower yeah it's a superpower mm-hmm. but a hegemony is now when you see certain countries they are dominating mm-hmm. but uh, recently we can see there is like a different trend or i have an idea we can probably call a hegemon a flower name for a superpower <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's better <laughs> it's a simpler term uh-huh. even for our audience mm-hmm. so have you heard of uh, Belt and Road Initiative. So Belt and Road Initiative okay. is an initiative by China which seeks to invest in more than 70 countries and international organizations and of course, worldwide. Of course, when we say country, we mean the third world countries or the underdeveloped countries, right? It's not only those because we, we, we have seen a trend these days even uh, it's extending its this Belt and Road Initiative from Europe, even to Asia, now coming down here to Africa, and oh, even within the international yeah, organizations. Yeah, true, true, true. So, um, but they, they say that they, they are seeking to help states. Do you really think that's their motive? I really don't think that that is their real motive. Of course, that is their motive, yeah. but that is not their real motive. Yeah. I, in my own opinion, I think that just trying to control our resources in a very flowered way. Yeah. Uh, it's entirely my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah, so I think it's a motive to try and control our resources by first granting us loans, granting us um, stuff, like enticing us with gifts, so that they can just have our resources for their own own industries, etc. I also, I also think the same. Uh, they are trying to just expand their hegemonic te- tendencies. They want yes. to dominate the international system and even surpass the United States. Do you think there is a possibility that they may surpass the United States? No, I really don't think there is even a slight possibility for for them to dominate a state. For I think for for a state to be dominant, number one, it has the ability to threaten. 
are protect other countries physical security by resorting to arms that is the security element again it has the ability to control the global system of production of goods and services it has the ability to shape the international capital market of finance and credit like it has the ability to direct the development accumulation and transfer of knowledge and that is basically the knowledge element so that is what i think a super oh not what i think that is what i know a superpower is so for me to say that china is dominating it has not yet attained all those elements of a superpower do you get my point i, I get your point because uh, like if if you look well uh, us has already like it is a stable country it has, already, it has already met most of the expectations within it if you look at china they already have a water crisis mm-hmm. we, we, we know that china has 20% of the world's population but it only has 7% of the world's access to water and even talking about their military security yes uh, like Ch- us is way more far yeah. than any of the competitive countries that it that that are coming up yeah. for example china uh for example us has a budget of 700 billion us dollars on oh, their military huge. budget yeah. alone mm-hmm. uh, so if you compare us and china mm-hmm. it's like just comparing a nursery kid and a, and a university graduate like yes. it doesn't work like that so there is no way that china can become a superpower in any way that is so true but you can also we, we can also not completely neglect the influence that it has especially in Africa China has become the largest trading partner of Africa as in 2014 the Sino African trade was valued at 215 billion dollars mm-hmm. before it declined owing to the fall in the commodity prices to 148 dollars in 2017 and by 2017 Africa had seven fastest growing economies among the 20 fastest growing economies in the world so its influence is really large and also to add on that China is trying to assert its foundation and actively develop its bases in Asia with high technology military yeah. so it's really coming up fast yeah so in as much as US is still dominating the international system of, yeah. of course not like solely do- dominating mm-hmm. it's also like um China is trying to come up also well as we can see they they com- they are competing in terms of economic aspects yeah. in terms of economic security China is really coming up well and as and as you've said uh they con- the the military aspect yes. China is expanding its bases yeah, also true. trying to to build military bases even here in Africa yes. uh initially we had the US having military bases in Afghanistan yes. it it is controlling the nofly what is it called the nofly policy in Libya mm. and therefore we cannot like okay yes in as much as US is far, is by far much better than China yeah. we still cannot say that US is dominating the the international the international system So there is this quote that China uses within the international system that the party commands the gun and the gun must never be allowed to command the party. So this is the quote that CCP uses. Mm-hmm. So therefore it has control over all the resources. So you see this is a kind what, of what dictatorial system. What is our party? Uh, a the communist party. party. Yeah, the communist party in oh. within China. I, I didn't even know China had parties. I China has a I party. China was not democratic <laughs> at all so I didn't it has the CCP party um so 
Bidelisa, did you know China receives 60,000 students from Africa annually, more than the US and the UK combined? Wow, that's huge. That's really like, huge. Like, imagine every year we are taking 60 students to China. 60,000 students, I mean. That is, like, it's not like 60,000, 60,000. It's 60,000 more than what we take to the US. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, that's serious. Yeah, for real. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Did you know also that China has also started its versions of political military schools in Africa? For example, yes. the Uganda's Oliver Tambo Leadership Academy. Wow. Yeah, that is like a school that, like it's like a military school mm -hmm. that China has set up. Like it's not that one alone. There are others um, based on statistics. I, I don't know the, the names. Okay. As from what you said, mm. it seems that China is really expanding its hegemonic tendencies. Yeah, but what causes an alarm is there are so many social problems within China. Have you heard about the cancer crisis? Uh, enlighten me, please. The cancer crisis, you, you know, the the the, Hua, the Huawei River, mm. it's Chinese language. The Huawei River mm. is is being polluted day and night, day and night, and it's one of the most important rivers. So due to that. Due, due to that pollution, it's really causing a lot of crisis. What what is what is really making me laugh on that point? Yeah, is China mm. has not yet even solved its own political and socio-economic problems in their own countries. Yeah, but they really want to help Africans. I really think there is a very evil motive in what they are trying to to do or what yeah. they are trying to portray to us Africans. Yeah, well, um, else within their country, mm -hmm. they are really having so many problems like that issue of cancer let's say with you, you do you know the, the like uh, in china most of the population the larger population is of old age compared to usa i remember there was a time i, I used to read somewhere on the news yes. that uh china is trying to control its population and it's a crime to have more than two kids i don't know whether it's true it's I, a crime and due to that the larger population in china is aging so you, know, you cannot compare it to us so with time manpower and it, and so even as much as they are trying to build the economy mm -hmm. they will not have workers in the near future yeah and i also think with time china will start facing an economy an economic crisis yes uh, but it's totally my opinion mm. wholeheartedly my opinion yes and anything fully like totally fully my opinion uh did you know that trump gave directives on tariffs towards china's farms mm. this trade was has led to unfair world trade market volatility for African countries. You, you know, like US has a very big say on what we do as African countries. For example, US attempted to ban TikTok presence in its territorial app stores and Apple stores if it did not have a partnership with a US firm. If like TikTok did not have a partnership with the US firms. Uh, you, you see like uh, US is really having directives on tariffs towards China farms, you know? Yes. Like TikTok is something that coming that is coming from China. So you can see we have a lot of things coming from China from from technological gadgets, even to the simplest things like mugs, etc. By the way, have you heard about the ban of Huawei 5G in US? Mm -hmm. It followed that even Britain uh, discontinued its contract with China. So as you can see, USA is very dominant. And from the trend, you can see it's like a reoccurring of the Cold War. And it's like history is repeating itself. And really, the US really influences the majority of the decisions in the international system. 
system, even yes. from countries that we really think are developed in our own terms of defining development, right? Yeah, so true. Therefore, in my opinion, I could say that the U.S. is still dominating in the international system and therefore I qualify it as a hegemon. Like, that is totally my opinion. Because if we look at the factors and if we look at all the things that we've discussed, I really think that the U.S. qualifies to still be a hegemon in the international system. In my opinion, I don't think there is a hegemon within the international system because there are so many countries playing different roles and we can see also so many countries coming up as superpowers such as Britain, France, Japan. And so we cannot ignore their role as much as our focus is on China and the USA. So that's my opinion. That's in his opinion. So let's hear your opinion on podcast and also comment and like on our Facebook page. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Join us again next time when we will be back with more tips, techniques, and cheats to achieve the rewards that you deserve. Thank you so much for your time today. And please, set your podcatcher so that you never, ever miss us. Bye for now. And thanks so much for listening.